All right, as a kid, I used to love when my parents would sit down and play a game with us or do any activity. And right here in our hands, we have the KiwiCo box, which is the activity of all activities for young kids. The colorful chemistry set, to be specific. So with Drew and Jet and Bear, we try to have really intentional playtime. And that's hard because they're all different ages and kind of in different developmental kind of phases of life. I love with KiwiCo that each month we get boxes specific to their ages and kind of like the activity development phase that they're in. So each box, this one's the colorful chemistry set. Um, this has to do with science, but especially with Bear, it can be really hard with a four month old to know like how to interact with him where he needs to be at four months old. And I love in these crates, they actually have cards that say, here are activities or things you can do specific to Bear that will help him identify colors or whatever it is. I love KiwiCo. There's always something new for kids to discover, like learning about the science of ice cream, engineering robots, or doing science experiments, which our kids have loved yes. recently. Sean is currently holding, as she said, the Colorful Chemistry Kit, which has provided hours of entertainment for our kids. They look forward to their new crate every month, and this one kept him really engaged. We got to experiment with mixing oil and water, mixing different colors, and watching how different things react. It was so fun. We basically created our own little chemistry lab with the kids, and we could feel their excitement when they got to play around and mix things together. Plus, it barely made a mess, so it was really quick to clean up and to use again another day. It can be hard to find creative ways to keep your children engaged, challenged, and off their screens, but KiwiCo does the work for you, so you can spend quality time tackling projects together. Redefine learning with play. Explore projects that build confidence and problem-solving skills with KiwiCo. Get 50% off your first month of any crate at KiwiCo.com when you use code COUPLE. That's 50% off your first month at KiwiCo.com. Promo code COUPLE. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Couple Things. With Sean and Andrew. A podcast all about couples. And the things they go through. Exciting news. We're getting married. That's right. No, exciting news. It is wedding season, though. <laughs> It is. I didn't know there was such a thing. I thought like weddings happen all year. Do yeah. m most weddings happen in the summer? Yes. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yes. Have you ever heard the June bride saying? June bride. It's like a thing. I think June is the hot. That's the. I'd that's the. Month. Haven't heard of this. I think it's weird that you've heard of it. June bride. <laughs> Maybe it was yeah. <laughs> How many I, wedding I, magazines have you read? I feel weird now. Thank yeah, you. you should. Thank you you should. made me feel weird. Um, we are, yes, we are in wedding season, whatever that is, but we are in wedding season. And we wanted to talk to you guys about um, preparing for a wedding. We learned everything the hard way because we planned our own wedding. We paid for our own wedding and went through the whole wedding thing. So what better way to talk about weddings than Here, a married couple? I just found this. Wedding season is considered to be May through October. But the most popular time to get married is summer, okay? May through October is basically the whole year. It's not true. <laughs> yes, it is. Oh, my gosh. You don't know anything about time. Wedding season is considered <laughs> to be all year. All right. Anyway, we've gotten a lot of requests uh, on a couple things in the Instagram account about the wedding topic, people wanting us to talk about our experience, yeah. some of the things we learned. So that's what we're going to do. And we have a ton of weddings oh coming up ourselves. I got brothers, cousins, friends. We're going to like five weddings this well, year. Well, and I think especially since COVID, like we're out of, we're getting out of the COVID um, kind of block. Everybody who pushed their weddings off because of COVID or had COVID delays Pile are now doing it all this year. So we've already been to three weddings and we have like five more this year. That's right. So this is our episode on things we wish we knew. 
before planning our wedding. Before we get started, if you haven't yet, please subscribe to the show and give it a rating on whatever platform you're listening on. Uh, also, based off the feedback from the last episode with Josh Beck, we are going to resume our normal format uh, <laughs> with further interviews. So thank you for your patience. We like to try out new things, including for those who aren't uh, listening but are watching, we have microphone covers. Yeah, which is, why not? It's the small things in life, but yeah. this makes me feel pretty legit. And if you're listening and not watching, jump on over to YouTube, take a little peek for us, tell us if you like the the little covers here. <laughs> And then you can jump back to your podcast listening. You ready to dive into Let's this? Let's do it. All right. So we planned our wedding in 2015 and 2016. Yes. That's actually how we started our YouTube channel. It is. Would it you is. describe the whole process, reflecting on it, as either easy or stressful? I think it can be easy. I think people try to make it stressful. Does that what make do sense? you mean? No. I mean so many things by that. So... As soon as you proposed and we got into the whole, like, let's plan a wedding. What I did is I went and bought one of those off the stand magazines that had a checklist of like, make sure you go through all these checklists. You reserve these vendors. You find a location. You put together your your lists of people that you want. All of these things. And what I learned in every single article and magazine that I read is like there's this standard um expectation that weddings have to look a certain way and have certain things in them and I think it's because of those like stereotypes and those like expectations that people put on weddings that make it stressful because if you go buy the book it tends to be more expensive than you planned and if you ever go to like a vendor or caterer and you're like I want to book you for a wedding if you even use the word wedding they like jack up the price Ah, uh, the wedding industry. It's so what I mean by it could be easy is like if you throw all of that out the window and just do it the way you want and make it like non-traditional in whatever aspect that is, you can like make it your dream event and it still be your wedding. So you're saying everyone has these expectations for weddings being large, being like the best day of your life. Yeah. And if you break outside of that expectation and actually think of a wedding as just like a fun event that you get to do, then yeah. that'll help you out. Or like a fun event that represents you guys as a couple. For Let me give you an example. So our wedding, we hired, our, I hired a wedding planner because I got so overwhelmed by like these checklists. And she was like, okay, you need to have like appetizers when people get there. You have to have like a full sit down seven course meal you have to do a thank you gift for people you have to have a going away like um dessert treat you also have to have your cake all of these things and I was like whoa, whoa, whoa what do you mean I have to like have all of these I was like I don't eat that much food I don't think anybody else does and she goes well it's just like the way people do it and I was like what and so through like talking I was like that's not how we're gonna do it we're going to do it a different way. I, I'm not going to pay for someone to have like a takeaway meal because they get hungry at 2 a.m. and they stay that like stay that late. I'm just not going to do that. And I think if you kind of rewrite the script and just do it, do an event the way you want, it it makes it more fun. There are, I mean, it's great to say. I love the perspective. <laughs> and I do feel like people lose uh, the forest through the trees, as you said. They lose yeah. sight of the big picture of yeah. like, hey, this would actually be a, a pleasant experience and like, I should look back on this with fond memories, mm -hmm. but 
there are so many layers of complications like your parents like uh it's like the event itself is larger than just the vows but if you will that's why i get so frustrated with weddings is because it is not you're not putting on an event for other people i think that's where people get so turned around in the wedding experience is they're like oh but my mom wants it this way and my aunt really wants to bring her friends because they've been talking about watching us getting married. And, oh, I need to wear a certain thing or whatever it is. No, it is, it is the union of you guys, like you and your spouse, <laughs> and you're inviting people to come celebrate that. But that's the new age way of thinking it. That there is the traditional side where it's like we were kind of in charge of our wedding. Yeah. But a lot of people, it's like the parents are in charge. I disagree with no, that. No, the parents are in charge. Just like a lot of most, just from a financial perspective. What are you, 16 getting married? I'm just saying there's, it's, I love your perspective, but there's a balance. Anyway, let's. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Sean and I have been open about our journey with marriage counseling, and it's been really helpful for us. We all carry around different stressors, both big and small, and it's important to sort those out so they don't affect your relationship. I agree, and therapy is such a safe space to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. We've been meeting with a therapist individually and as a couple, and it's been a great way to sort through any stressors in the week and have better communication about how we're feeling, which is hard to do when you're busy with kids. BetterHelp is an incredible option if you're thinking of giving therapy a try. It's all online, so it's convenient and flexible with your schedule. It's also nice that you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge, so you make sure it's a good fit for you. We would highly recommend trying it out. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash EastFam today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash EastFam. Do you remember having fun planning your wedding? I I did. I really had uh, a lot of fun. It uh, it did get stressful because I felt like I was negotiating with so many people on what our day lo- was going to look like, which is exactly like what we're arguing about now. <laughs> I I get very very stubborn when people start <clears throat> telling me what to do, and when people were starting to tell me you have to do this or you have to have that or you have to invite these people, I started feeling very overwhelmed by this is not your day this is me and andrew's day is that is the correct term for that a bridezilla is probably that, <laughs> I'm probably kidding, I'm kidding. you were not at all by the way super thankful for thank that thank you but you there's you know dozens of vendors that you use for food for flowers for the music for the dishes for the mm-hmm. tables and it is i mean it's a tough talking about negotiating yeah you have a vision for like hey i want this to look like this. Mm-hmm. But then the negotiating happens when it's like, okay, well, love the vision. It looks good on paper. Here's what we can actually do in real life. Yeah. So then it's like that whole process of weaning down the vision to what can actually be done. Anyway, uh, we also did use a wedding planner, which yeah. here's my thing. Just before we jump into this topic. Easy. I think that any, I think a wedding planning, planning in that industry. And I think of like the real estate in- industry and what logic does it make for them to get paid more money the more money that I spend? So they have zero incentive. They have no incentive to, like, help me manage costs. Yeah. Because the more I spend, the more they make. Yeah. I just, it doesn't add up in my mind. I will say this about wedding planners. There are wedding <laughs> planners out there that aren't commission-based. They're, they're, they have flat fees. Um, 
And there are also, instead of wedding planners, there are day of managers, which I think are so helpful. Wedding planners, I would say that's kind of up to you guys based on how big, based on how hands-on you want to be. Um, but a day of manager is basically a wedding manager or event manager who's going to show up and make sure the caterers are there on time and you're whatever it is you may have they just take care of it so the bride and the groom don't actually have to like be handing out logistics to people who are running your operation so the bride can actually sit back and like yeah so i i would highly recommend a day of manager whereas um, a wedding planner walks you through the whole checklist of yeah getting everything taken care of like and making sure you're on track for yes. the timing which i do think there are so many incredible um like outlets and resources that are virtual wedding planners or lists. There's some on like Zola. There's some on um, the knot.com. There's like, there's bunch of, like a bunch of online quote unquote wedding planning. I don't know, apps and things you can use. Lexi, are you using, are you using a wedding planner? Day of coordinator. Exactly. Oh, Lexi's using a day of coordinator. Yeah. Um, getting married in a couple months. How much do you feel like we let friends and family make decisions for us versus us just braving it ourselves? Um, I made every decision. You and I made every decision. Like, I don't think our we let our fa- friends and family make any decisions. That's not the norm, though. That, no, that's not true. With the invite list, your par- my parents, your parents definitely had say and like, they have to be here. Yeah, and that sparked a lot of arguments. And ultimately, we won. I think going into this whole process, if you're planning a wedding with the expectation or a hold on loosely mentality, yeah. and like, hey, there's a lot of people who are really excited about this and some people's excitement come out as like frustration or demanding, just like making sure that you have the right perspective and not yeah. this, hey, I have full control over this. I think the hard, helps. the perspective to keep in mind with friends and family, especially parents and grandparents is... Like, we have Drew and Jet. I've already, like, thought and cried over the idea that they're going to get married someday. And I can't wait for that moment. And I think it's really hard sometimes for parents to separate. It's, like, an exciting day for parents versus this is actually my kid's day. And so there's just a lot of emotions that go into that big day. And for us, I remember getting, like, our first list from our parents in that put our guest count at like 300 and we hadn't even put like our list together. And I was like, Oh my gosh. We had a a large one. Like mom, sorry. (laughs) The second and third cousins can't come. Like I don't have, we don't have that ability, but they did. But they they did. did. All right. So here are some things as we reflect that we wish we knew or had done as we were Mm -hmm. planning our wedding. First of all is the budget. Yeah. I think as a couple or as a family, whoever's in charge of like the financial backing yeah. of the wedding, no matter what size we're talking, no matter how opulent. Yeah. Whether it's just you two or, or 700 people. Um, I think collectively coming up with a budget and setting expectations there is good mm-hmm. and making sure everyone knows the budget. But then also I might set the budget at 10% under what yeah. your actual budget and what you're actually willing to spend is because leaving a little extra room for expenses at the end like whatever it may be more alcohol at the wedding Mm -hmm. whatever your vibe is like uh 
could be helpful. And I will say too, um, negotiate because as soon as you use the word wedding with any vendor, any like, um, location or venue or whatever people just they they know it's your special day and they know people are willing to spend a lot of money on that so negotiate I remember with our catering company um they had quoted you know up too much it was over our budget and we're like actually we're very strict on this number and if you guys can't like work with that then we're gonna go somewhere else and they literally just lowered it they didn't change anything and I was like okay yeah yeah, that's the whole thing. But um, I I think viewing all this, the whole wedding planning process as practice for marriage is actually a helpful thing. So like yeah. talking about budgets, making sure that you're navigating it, keeping everybody well-informed along the way. Um, it is interesting though. Studies have shown that a lot of couples have regretted mm-hmm. how much they spend on their wedding. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I don't think I have any regrets. Because no. you look back on it, you're like, wow, that was an epic day. I will remember that for the rest of my life. It was, and it was incredible and it costs a lot of money and it like hurts your ego. (laughs) But at the end of the day, like Andrew said, I don't regret it. Um, I think we've learned so much more that we'd probably do it differently. But I think like Andrew said, set your budget at the beginning, try to round down. Um, You're going to appreciate that more later. And at the end of of the day, you're going to have a party. People are going to have fun. People aren't going to remember the flowers as much as they do how much fun they had with their friends. Yeah. So, and also, no matter how much money you spend, it's going to feel like a lot because, <laughs> yeah. and there's always super, yeah. I feel like it's just, uh, it's just like stereotypical that the man feels like you're spending too much and the woman is frustrated because they want this vision of their wedding day to be, to be executed correctly. But, uh, it's going to feel like too much because you're talking about a single day yeah. in your life. Yeah. But remember it is special and you only get one of these. So yeah. anyway. Um, as far as like the checklist checklist goes, um, as soon as you set your budget, do the biggest things and the biggest expenses first, and then kind of fill in from there. So do things like your venue, obviously, and your date. Um, catering, catering is usually what costs the most because you're talking about anywhere from ten to hundreds of dollars per person per plate. Yeah, per plate. So a good way to do that is to either decide how much money you're willing to spend per head or per plate or just giving a budget to the whole thing. Um, DJ or band, photographer, videographer, flowers. Those are usually like the big ones. Everyone knows that finding the perfect t-shirt with like the quality and the fit is near impossible. I told you guys that I found skims while I was pregnant and now postpartum, I found the best nursing bra known to mankind from skims. Well, they've outdone themselves again because they now have the perfect t-shirt, especially postpartum with a changing body. I can guarantee you, you won't find a t-shirt like it. I love also that Skims has a fit for everyone from the long t-shirts to the cropped. They truly have like sizes and qualities and styles for every single thing you could want. So the cotton jersey t-shirt is the one that I'm talking about. It is an absolute staple. I feel like I'm reaching for it literally every day, especially nursing with bear It's breathable and soft, and it somehow gets even softer and still holds its shape after every wash. If I could only recommend two of the Skims t-shirts, I would say the cotton jersey t-shirt, which I have in mineral, or the boyfriend t-shirt, literally in any color, are probably my two favorite t-shirts that they make. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes extra, extra small to 4X. 
After you place your order, select podcast in the drop down menu, select couple things to let them know we sent you. Have a good one. Um, a couple of little things in there that I found um, I think you can save money on is photographer and videographer. A lot of times photographers will offer to bring more assistants and more photographers out so they capture every single moment that happens at the wedding. We purchased um, the bare minimum. So we had one, two photographers, one for the groom side, one for the um, bride side, and we still wound up with over 2,000 pictures. Nobody's going to use 2,000 pictures. Yeah. Nobody. You're going to use like probably four from the day. Yeah. Now, granted, you want those four to be like taken Great. well. Yeah. But you're not going to, like you don't need 800 pictures from when the groomsmen are getting ready, especially with iPhones these days, or you can do like the wind-up cameras, like behind the scenes in different locations. I just don't think it's necessary to have so many photographers. Um, a videographer, we were very skeptical about. We weren't sure if we wanted a videographer but we ended up being so incredibly um, impressed and in love with the video. And it's we probably watch the video more than we look at the pictures. For sure. Also, just from my perspective, remember that people people's memory mm-hmm. is only going to be in, in relation to the larger thing. So like, yeah. wow, that was such an awesome venue or beautiful venue or do you remember the speech that the best man gave mm-hmm. or the food was great or whatever, like the bar? I think I think thinking of it as what will people remember mm-hmm. is helpful to weed out some of the smaller things. Like I don't remember our tablecloths or our silverware or our chairs. Actually, I remember our chairs just because we spent extra on them and it feels like unnecessary. I wanna, We're not getting into. No, no. I want to <laughs> correct you there. Okay. So we actually saved money on our chairs because we were down to two different chairs where one chair had like a, a chair pad on it and one chair didn't. And the difference of a chair pad was like $10,000 because we had 400 people at our wedding. And the ones without chair pads were $10,000 less. And we went with the ones without chair pads. Wow, good call. You're yeah. Right, you're right. And I was like, chair pads are $10,000? What? Um, not actually though. Not actually. But real quick, today's episode is brought to you by AG1. Um, let's try not to get sick for our wedding day. Let's just work on our overall health. Let's just start taking AG1 now, even if your wedding day is two days from now. That's right. I was trying to do a couple things to make sure I was in good health. Yeah. Um, for the day of, including you know working on bending my knees so I'm not straight leg passing out up there. Including taking the right vitamins. I thought you were going to say so you could drop it like a top. And that's, <laughs> no. <laughs> but that's also good. I yes. like that. Um, AG1, we told you guys about this a million times. We take it every single day. It is your daily greens powder. It has 75 vitamins, minerals, whole food sourced, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. Sean and I take it every day. Mm-hmm. I take mine around 10 a.m. When do you take yours? Do you take yours with your morning coffee? I don't really take it at the same time every day. I kind of space it out when I need. You're on that mom schedule where you yes. take it whenever you have. Yeah, uh, it's like when I have time. breakfast at 7 p.m. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> but we we cannot recommend AG1 enough. Uh, it really covers all the bases. It's good for your gut health, your brain health, your all the things. It has the vitamins that you need. So if there's one supplement we we're going to take, this would be it. And also to make it easy, Athletic Greens 
is giving you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. I have told a lot of people um, we all have nutritional gaps in our diet. If you would like to take one thing to make up for that, it would be AG1. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com forward slash eastfam. Again, that is athleticgreens.com forward slash eastfam to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. We'll also link it down below. Let's get back to it. Also, some people are into the concept of preserving their dress or suit that they wore, getting mm-hmm. it dry cleaned. They also have uh, preservation options for dresses, which I Which I did. Which you did. So leave room in your budget for that as well. Try to think from the beginning to the very end. So like that maybe even your honeymoon is part of your wedding budget, uh, but also things like preserving your suit and dr- getting it dry cleaned. Um, also, a couple more like things to think about where you can save money, where we saved money, um, flowers. So actual flowers are about three times the price of like greenery. So think like, yeah, just instead of like a big rose, you have like all of these like green plants. Leaves. Leaves. Um, we did we did 90% greenery and just like a couple flowers here and there. It, I didn't think it really looked any different and it saved a ton of money. Um, also stationary stationary is a massive way to save money so if you think of like the most traditional wedding you would walk in and be handed a pamphlet or like a brochure an itinerary yeah kind of that you, show. like each individual person gets to look at and it tells you what's going on through the wedding um, that can cost a lot of money so we actually didn't do that we printed one and I went and bought an easel from like TJ Maxx and just like set the really big one up on the easel. Um, you can do the same thing with like dinner menus. Instead of printing dinner menus, you can print one and frame it. I literally bought a frame from TJ Maxx. Um, and then like table numbers, all of those different things. You can truly just do like one big one somewhere instead of printing potentially hundreds dude the stationery i forgot about the yeah. save the dates the invitations rsvps yeah. that can get out of hand pretty quickly oh another great way to save money with your invitations or save the dates lexi actually did this which was brilliant is instead of doing like um a printed invitation or save the date in an envelope you can actually do postcards which are great and you can even do those for invitations where you receive the invitation you put a stamp on it and you send the invitation back which is an awesome way to do that. Yeah. Also, I just feel, I'm just thinking about all this. Like, we get caught up in like, oh, I need to have a, a gold foil envelope. Yeah. It's not what it's about, dude. I'm about to get fired up. Lexi's got something for us. Lexi, Lexi's, just pro tip. Yeah. She said you can actually send invitations with QR codes on them. So you just scan the QR code and RSVP online so you don't have to like ship an RSVP. Pro tip. Pro that tip. is really Thank you, smart. Lex. It's not about the gold foil in the freaking envelope. It's about who you are anyway. Oh, I have a couple more tips. Sorry. Okay. Okay. We're going to be here forever. We're going to be here forever. Um, these were things that we absolutely loved. They were suggestions by our wedding planner that we actually did at our wedding. Um, so usually during your wedding, after you get married. Wait, there's one more for the budget because you're about to move into the next section. I'm just saying. There's a tip, Andrew. Okay. What? I'm just, no, I know. I just, before we move on from the budget. Closing out this section of you'll likely go over your budget. Um, also, I, I never leave room in the budget 
and planning for tips. Oh yeah. But people like the florist, caterer, DJ, photographer, videographer, uh, probably it might be a tip situation. By the way, tipping is so stressful. I don't know who to tip or when or how much or whenever. But anyway, leave room for tips and make sure that that's factored in as well. All right, back to Sean's. Okay, so day of your wedding, something that we never thought of, but our wedding planner actually thought of and suggested, and we did. So after you get married, there's usually this, like, um, little time in between where you probably take pictures and then you head to the reception. As a bride and groom, you will spend 99.9% of your time at the reception, like talking to people and having fun and doing toasts and cutting the cake. And you actually don't really get a lot of time to sit and eat. So our wedding planner suggested in that little leeway time when you take pictures, set aside 20 extra minutes. Nobody's going to notice. They're literally going to be like dancing and eating food and drinking. Um, Set aside 20 minutes, have your meal already prepared Sit down and have your first dinner as husband and wife. Mm. Andrew and I did that. It was, it was so special. Also, something to remember, you probably will get too caught up in your party to like sit down and eat cake. Um, so have your day of coordinator put together a huge to-go bag for you of food, extra like dinner food, and extra cake that you and your husband or spouse can enjoy like when you get back home which is what we did. We literally got home from our wedding and sat in bed and just ate cake and food for like an hour. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like if you don't eat at the, if you don't eat at your wedding, you're just going to get back to the hotel. I don't think we ate or drank anything at our wedding. We had dinner. We had dinner. Besides that 20 minute period. I'm yeah, saying like yeah, at yeah. the actual reception. I don't think we, hands and oh my gosh. Yeah. Another good thing to remember just to have this mindset the only thing that matters at your wedding is that you end up married. Something's going to go wrong. Someone's going to forget something. We had a stray injured dog walk down the aisle of our wedding while we were getting married. We also, um, this is, this is also completely ridiculous. And I understand <laughs> nobody relates to this, but Sean is a big deal. And there was a, uh, what do you call it? TMZ helicopter. What do you call that thing? Paparazzi. There was yeah. a paparazzi helicopter. Also, uh, sitting outside our freaking house where someone was getting ready, someone was hiding in the bushes. Do you it's remember so that picture? Creepy. So creepy. <laughs> anyway, so something's going to go wrong or uh, yeah. unexpected will happen. Just just have such a relaxed um, mentality of like, it's the perfect day because you're getting married. It's not the perfect day because the food is hot or... Something is executed perfectly. Whatever. Like, all you have to remember is that you get married. I remember we got married outside, and so many people were so worried, even our wedding planner, that it was going to rain. And because of money, I didn't pay for a rain tent. I was like, I don't want to spend extra money on extra thousands of dollars on a hypothetical situation. I was like, you know what? At the end of the day, if it rains, those will be epic pictures. And I was fine with it embracing yeah embracing the things that go wrong with like a sense of humor yeah again i think it's just good practice for marriage and parenting and whatever else you're getting into because like it's all part of the experience baby we're just here making memories and it doesn't need to be the memory that you tried to draw up you know how funny and like memorable and cool it would be to have your wedding pictures just like you guys are just soaking wet i think that'd be like really funny you wouldn't have felt that way in the moment I embraced it that day. I was like, this would be epic. I actually remember that. Okay. Some of this is tips from the other <laughs> side of the fence. You know? um, another thing to remember. So wedding day is done. 
a lot of people feel like there is an expectation to save room in the budget so they can go on a honeymoon the day after. Remember, you can take your honeymoon whenever you want. So for us, since we paid for our wedding, we actually took three months in between, four months in between, Yeah, our wedding and our honeymoon. So we took it later. Yeah. I also, our story is wild. We woke up the day after we got married and had to take like an 8 a.m. flight out to Oakland so I could start practice with the Raiders. Um, but some people are like set on that concept of doing the honeymoon the week after the, the wedding. And maybe you just need a little space to, to breathe, whether it be because of finances or because of the stress of planning the actual wedding. But feel free to take your time and do it on your own schedule, mm-hmm. you know? Um, other like small but big thing or whatever, that however you look at it. Small but big thing? Yeah. Big but small thing. Other know. things to consider. Other things to consider. <laughs> I feel like this is like a bride thing. Don't worry about what you look like. I feel like there's all of these like fads and trends of like lose weight for your wedding day. Stop. Wow. Your your spouse, your fiance proposed to you because they love you how you are. Don't change who you are for your wedding. I stressed so much about it. I love that perspective, babe. I, I remember feeling like I couldn't eat breakfast because I was like, oh. What if I look bloated in my... Stop. That's so... Just... That strips you of so much joy. And... Mm. Buy a dress that fits. If not, size up. So you can truly enjoy every aspect of your relationship. And nobody is there to look at how you look or to judge you. And if they are, they shouldn't be at your wedding. So Mm. enjoy it. Don't stress about it. Dude, preach. Keep going. Just keep going. (laughs) Dang, girl. That's all I got. (laughs) That's good. Jeez, we hadn't talked about that, but you I were know. stressed. I was very stressed. I was still in a very unhealthy um, part of my life when it came to body image, and I was really, really worried about how I looked on my wedding day, which looking back, if it was Drew, if it's Jet, all I could say is, like, you proposed to me probably at my lowest point in, like, my body image world, and you loved me then, so why would I think I had to change myself for our wedding day? Dang, and thinking some of our friends, the wedding and trying to look good yeah. for it has has sparked unhealthy habits or practices. Mm-hmm. And again, don't lose sight of the big picture. Like you don't want, <laughs> oh, that's don't take whatever substances or supplements or whatever yeah. just to like start unhealthy habits as you're about to start a new life with somebody. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Terrible timing. I'm going to say do that. last thing, last thing, we'll wrap this up and we could do 1700 different parts on weddings. Um, a lot of people have this false sense that a wedding is the finish line mm. and it is the most exciting like start of your life. So when you're at your wedding, don't be like, oh, breath of fresh air. We did it. No, like you are starting the best part of your life and- if you look at it that way, it kind of sets your expectation up for the rest of your life instead of feeling like, oh, we're done. Yeah, yeah. It, it is it is tempting to feel like a finish line because, like, you've been dating and this is, like, you know, you've been working towards this for a long time with the engagement, whatever, but it actually really is a starting line. So, And that's a yeah. good thing. That's a good thing. Yeah. Truly. Um, okay, so other things that you can consider are like who is doing the ceremony do you want to write your own vows we 
actually are, what do you call that guy? What do you call the person who marries you? Officiant? Officiant wrote our vows mm-hmm. based off of what we said in meetings. Also, on that note, do premarital counseling. Yeah. Do it. It's the best. Do it. It is the best. That's all I have to say about it is do it. You have anything? No, that was it. That oh. was my sign sealed delivered. For emotions and stress levels, don't check the weather until the week of the wedding because that's just something that could so easily stress you out. Like, hey, what what's the average weather on April 16th? Oh, raining? Shoot. We're screwed. Like I said. That was the only date the venue had open. Anyway. Oh, maybe th- maybe another thing too, your wedding registry. Um, make sure you put that on your save the dates or, or invitations just because people really want to celebrate you. And it, if they can't come to the wedding, they still want to celebrate you in any way they can. Um, we use Zola. Zola was great. I actually, on this note, I would sit down, if you're putting your wedding registry together, I would sit down with a couple who's been married yeah. and who's in your like circle and like double check your registry things. Cause I remember our mom looking at our registry or my mom looking at a registry be like, you're not going to use that. You're not going to use that. And you're like, I think I will use no. whatever the thing is. But we have so many wine glasses. <laughs> so many. We went too hard. Uh, <sighs> and we didn't need uh, 40 different Moscow mule mugs either. It turned no. out anyway. No. So have someone else check that. Cause yeah. it's a fun, it's a fun thing to, to go through anyway. And just to reiterate things I wish we knew and had given more priority of thought. If there was one thing, it would just be to remember to enjoy the process. Yeah. Just enjoy it. Yeah. Whatever that means for you. That might mean taking care of every single detail. That might mean not doing any of the details. Yeah. But enjoy it nonetheless. Um, with that, thank you for listening. Thank you for um suggesting this topic if you have any more questions when it comes to weddings we'll do a part two but i think that's all we got for you yeah i'm i want to continue this series and maybe do things i wish we knew before we dated or things i wish we knew before we got engaged or things i wish we knew before we had uh kids whatever the thing is so let us know if you're listening uh which of those if any that you would like to hear if you are planning a wedding right now we are so happy for you guys we are praying for you um this is it's truly the best part of life. I love it. We love marriage. And wedding is the, is, a, is a fun uh, part of that. So congratulations. We're rooting for you. Good luck. Crush it. That's all we have. I'm Andrew. I'm Sean. We're the East fam. Out. All right, real quick for all of those listening out there. We don't ask for a lot of favors, I don't think, babe, do we? No. But we're going to ask you a favor today, all right? If you're listening to Couple Things Podcasts on Apple Podcasts specifically, Will you please do us this short, quick favor? We want to make sure you're staying up to date with our show, and Apple's latest iOS update has paused downloads for many listeners, and some of you have expressed our latest episodes aren't being recommended to you on Apple Podcasts anymore. So here's how to make sure you're getting your episode, and again, this is for Apple Podcasts specifically. Open up that podcast app on your iPhone. Search Couple Things and tap Our Shows icon. And then in the top right corner, you might see a plus follow symbol. If you do, tap it to resume following the show. If you get a prompt to, quote, turn on automatic downloads, say yes. That way, you'll get all of the episodes. Thank you so much, guys. We're so glad this update was brought to our attention because we want to make sure we're reaching as many of you as we can. Love y'all, and we really appreciate you doing this.